Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So I'm, I'm watching Let's, Let's Make a Deal. It's on the TV in the studio. Let's Make a Deal with Wayne Brady. And uh, they, just, they just revealed the package for this woman. And she's like a 42-year-old mom, you know, type of person. And uh, and she's there, and they reveal the package, and it's it's a uh, KTM Super Duke, which got my eye just because that's the motorcycle I ride. But so they show her this super fast sport bike as her package, and you can <laughs> you can tell by the look on her face, like what the hell would I do with that? <laughs> Sell it? <laughs> what the hell am I gonna do with that? Do I look like somebody who's going to ride that motorcycle? Um, coming up. I need to talk about the a funeral gone bad. Actually, happens to be near where I live, but it's entertaining no matter where it happened. Uh, that included a fight among the family members and the person oh. falling out of the casket. So, oh, quite the wow. little, quite the little dealio. Ooh. I also want to talk about Mr. Beast, who I've just become aware of in the last uh, couple of days. My my kids have been watching Mr. Beast forever. He's one of the top YouTubers in the world. Which, if you know anything about the numbers of YouTube, makes him one of the top. T, you could call him a TV personality. He's one of the biggest TV stars in the freaking world, and you've probably really never heard of him. He's a beast, yet he's formal enough to call himself Mr. Beast. What's his realm? Just so I have something to hang on to. Because I've never heard of the guy. Uh, I'll explain it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very good. I'll bet. I'll bet. Uh, well, he's been around for quite a few years. I don't know long enough if, like, uh, Declan, your son, would have watched him or not, but 
Like when he was younger, he would have watched him. Yeah, okay, interesting. Uh, so uh, what's about to uh, be discussed is uh, a fairly uh, intellectual and open-minded, calm, dare I say, sophisticated discussion of our current politics. It will, however, include people fornicating with chickens, okay? Wow, that's a interesting... So a little something for everybody is what I'm saying. <sighs> Dead chickens, by the way. Oh, gross well is it wait a second i think that's Mm. better than live chickens yes it Mm. is better than live chickens the more i think about it better in terms of your satisfaction or morally or what morally speaking oddly enough that's kind of what was going on uh with the chicken blanket yeah i should be uh, i don't want to go too far down this road but we already have i should be more disturbed if i find out my neighbor is doing that with live chickens and dead chickens yeah so yeah right I know nothing about chicken sexual response or whether that would be like painful or what. I, I, I and I, I don't want to talk about it, but I think you're probably right. Anyway, the significance of the chicken chicken blanket will be discussed. This is an article uh, that appeared uh, recently by Guy Denton. And He's of course, interview- with the chicken sex thing, the question would be which came first? Oh boy, the chicken or the egg? Guy Denton. The rooster's having sex with the hen. Who's the chicken having sex with? They're all chickens. Perhaps my all-time favorite moment from Seinfeld, a show that went off the air like 30 years ago, (laughs) which always shocks me. Anyway, where were we? Uh, Guy Denton wrote this piece. He's interviewing Jonathan Haidt, who's one of my favorite people, one of my favorite scribes. He wrote the article. Uh, it was one day when Jack was off. I went at length into this piece, why the last 10 years of American life have been uniquely stupid, which was by Jonathan Haidt. He, uh, well, they, they mentioned some of the other things he's written. So I'll just hit this, hit you with parts of this article and we will discuss. Um, he's very depressed about American society and politics. Philosophically, intellectually, I'm depressed. I'm Cassandra. I see doom coming towards us. He wrote that article for The Atlantic, Why the Past Ten Years of American Life Been Uniquely Stupid. He argues that social media has emboldened illiberal forces while eroding trust in institutions, fostering extreme polarization, degrading standards of behavior, and stimulating a mental health crisis among the young. Previously, he explored the rise of adolescent uh, depression, anxiety, and suicide in the coddling of the American mind, uh, written with free speech lawyer Greg Lukianoff, who's another one of my heroes. At the end of the book, though, the authors identify several green shoots, encouraging developments in culture that could reverse these trends. But four years later, as America reels from COVID-19, the final months of Trump's presidency, etc., things have only gotten worse, massively worse, Height tells me. We saw these green shoots, and none of them have grown. All the green shoots are dead. Ay, caramba. Wow. Yeah. When he began writing a previous piece that they mentioned in 2009, he saw American politics is essentially healthy, populated predominantly by center-left Democrats and center-right Republicans, who ultimately respected the liberal tradition despite their disagreements. Now he believes both parties have been consumed by authoritarian forces that were largely confined to the fringe in the 90s and 2000s. What social media did, he says, quote, is super empower four groups, the far right, the far left, trolls, and Russian agents. 
The Republicans have always had the John Birch wing. The left has its woke fringe that's Jacobin, it's Maoist. So we have these incredibly illiberal wings on each side that now have so much power over the two major parties, and look what's happening in the country. Now I will depart from the egg-headed philosophizing to tell you he went to Yale and studied philosophy and psychology. My brother and went to Yale. He robbed a Yamba use. <laughs> it's one of my favorite jokes from Saturday Night Live. Hilarious. But he went for his Ph.D. at the University of Pennsylvania. He earned his Ph.D. in psychology in 92. His dissertation, Moral Judgment, Affect, and Culture, or Is It Wrong to Eat Your Dog? It concerned the role of disgust in moral judgment. In it, he gave interviewees examples of repulsive yet harmless behavior. For instance... A man goes to the supermarket once a week and buys a dead chicken in the meat counter. Well, he buys a chicken. I don't right. think most people... <laughs> well, at the supermarket. But he wanted to make it clear that the chicken was deceased. I'm home from the grocery store. Did you get some dead cow? No. Did you get some hamburger or steaks? Again, you're missing the point, as you so often do. <laughs> he wanted to make it clear it wasn't a live chicken, okay? Uh, so he uh, goes to the supermarket once a week, buys a chicken. But before cooking the chicken, he has sexual intercourse with it. Then he cooks and eats it. To test whether the emotion of disgust would overpower reason in people's responses. Um, and he. And when you first it, said it, I, 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 I was repulsed with disgust when you first said it. Right. The, the point was are moral judgments driven by intuition, gut feelings, or rationality? Mm. That's what he was trying to figure out. Is morality more driven by intuition or rationality? Which is an interesting question. But what's even more interesting is that disgust won out among all the groups, except for groups of politically liberal college students, particularly Americans who overrode their disgust and said that people have a right to do what they want as long as they don't hurt anybody else. But that trend in young Americans is now dead. And he writes, uh, he began to apply his moral theory to political ideology in an effort to understand the psychology of conservatives, libertarians, and progressives. This is kind of cool. To gain a fair understanding of conservative beliefs, because he was a man of the left, he read National Review alongside the New Republic and watched Fox News. Quote, it was really, really interesting to do that week after week. I really just felt my mind growing like, oh, I never looked at it that way. And in The Righteous Mind, something he wrote in 2012, I believe, he explored why human beings diverge so drastically on political and religious questions, describing three principles of moral psychology that lead people to different ethical conclusions, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I don't want to get too far into that because it's, it's interesting, but it's kind of a, a, a distraction. Um, and But he points out that as the real world's become much more tied to the virtual landscape, illiberalism has grown. For progressives, it manifests in cancel culture, hostility to free speech, an overriding concern with emotional safety. Haidt recalls it in his early years as an academic, like when he was doing the study, there was none of this in higher education because the kids, the students were Gen X. They were partying, hooking up, smoking pot. They were doing things kids do. You can't have cancel culture without social media or technology. A lot of the ideas that have been around since the 90s, words or violence, things like that, but they didn't leave the like progressive departments of psychology 
until the walls fell. It took social media to dissolve the walls between everything. Um, then he says, tribalism is very natural and easy. Us versus them. They will trump any moral foundation. If it's an existential struggle between us and the bad guys, then the ends justify the means. And if our side has to break a few eggs, break a few laws, break a few rules, I would add tear apart the Constitution. Look what they're doing. That's fine. People will gladly throw away any specific moral principles in service of defeating the enemy. Until recently, the great success of modern liberal democracy was that it largely kept this primal impulse at bay. We used to see elections as a game that we trust, and if our side loses, well, we better work harder to win next time. And of all of the horrible things Trump did, I think literally committing to winning an election by any means before the election even happened is among the most shameful things anyone's ever done in American history. And the Republican Party, to its eternal shame, backed him up and protected him. Now, if you're pissed off by that because it's against your tribe, he absolutely whoops the S out of the left. And they're silencing and they're censoring and they're cancel culture and they're extremist ideology and the rest of it. But his point is, both sides are doing it. Yeah, I mentioned this earlier, this YouGov uh, data. A few years back, they, uh, they said that Republicans were more likely than Democrats by a fair amount years ago to see the other side as an enemy, but it's now equal for a variety of reasons. Probably depends on who's president or whatever. But now, now both parties... Because if, you, if you're given the choice of choosing, does a Democrat winning, asking a Republican, ask, obviously it'd be the reverse if you do it the other way around. But So you ask Republicans, does a Democrat just mean that Democrat win simply means you're not getting your desired policy? Or, quote, if they win, your life or your entire way of life may be threatened. And now it's close to 70% on both sides choose the, if they win, my life or entire way of life may be threatened. And, yeah. and just as you were saying, if you believe that, well, then you can justify anything, any breaking of norms or tearing down of institutions or or doing things unconstitutional. Right. And and what one of the main points of uh, Heights uh, piece for the Atlantic that I keep referring to was that because of social media, the forces on, quote unquote, the other side or my side, for that matter, who are angry lunatics who are actually dangerous, they appear to be. The entire side. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, if you'd asked me 15 years ago if, if Democrats threaten my way of life and blah, 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 I'd have said no. They'll, they'll cause more government bloat, and they'll provide disincentives toward innovation and success, but it, it doesn't matter, because even if they win this election, we'll win the next one. So it's, sure. everything's going to yeah. be okay. I look at social media, especially right now, or cancel culture, or people getting hounded out of colleges for daring to disagree, and I think, no, it's dangerous now. It's not ho-hum. It's dangerous. Because, because Republicans think all Democrats are the libs of TikTok, and Democrats think all Republicans are the people that stormed the Capitol and were beating policemen. Yeah, yeah, and there's differing amounts of truth on either side. I don't want to overgeneralize, but yeah, yeah, that's it. You know, one more thing that I didn't have time to get to, maybe a little later on in the hour, was uh, Height talks about the utter horrible treatment of our kids, primarily coming from the left, if you hated the stuff he said about Trump, particularly in COVID, which I think is really interesting. But uh, I'll see if we can squeeze that in. Bunch of good stuff on the way. Stay with us.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. This happened in Richmond, California, which is not that far from where I live, but it could have happened anywhere. It's still a good story. A massive, well, it's a terrible story, but it's entertaining. A massive brawl broke out between up to 20 family members during a funeral for an elderly woman in Richmond, California, a couple days ago. Oof. Leading to one injury, one arrest, and $20,000 in damage. The Richmond Police Department said it responded to the Rolling Hills Memorial Park at 1.30 p.m. after several reports of a chaotic altercation between 8 to 20 family members at the funeral. Some of them were reportedly armed. 8 to 20. So it was more than 7, by God, but fewer than 21. We're certain of that. The sergeant in the police department said it was an instance of family drama that started between a brother and sister who were attending their mother's funeral who did not get along, and it goes back, quote, many years. No. (laughs) I'm sure it does. Sorry to hear that. Uh, The brother and sister were talking and got into an argument when her boyfriend came over and encouraged her to walk away. The brother started beating on the boyfriend... And that's when it escalated and it became a brawl and they started to get uh, police calls, said the sergeant. So the boyfriend came over and started beating on her boyfriend. That's awesome. Um, The brother. The brother came over, yeah. Yeah. At some point during the physical fight, the brother got into his vehicle with the intention of driving over his sister, said the police sergeant. Mm. Drumming up more business for the funeral home. (laughs) That's true. To get you coming I'm sorry, and going. I'm a capitalist. I just, you know. You know how I'm going to f- handle this altercation now that there's been a fight? Uh, uh, excuse me a minute. Where are my keys? I'm going to go get my car <laughs> and run over my sister. <laughs> Jeez. I what? know what I'll do. What the hell? Wow. Uh, he attempted to drive toward his sister in an aggressive way, but instead he struck another female and sent her to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries, thank goodness, in the car. Good Lord, but still, that could be devastating injuries. If if somebody, like, blows out your knee, that's non-life-threatening. It'll change your life. The brother also damaged the grass there in the cemetery and knocked over and damaged headstones and vases, broke a water main, oh. and ejected a copious amounts of water and flooded the funeral plot. Oh. The driver also reportedly knocked over the casket, but they say the body did not fall out. Well, that's good. Strapped in there good. When the brother got out of the car, a different family member hit him in the head with a cane, injuring him. They tried to use... He had it coming. They tried to use the cane to get him under control. The suspect was hit a couple of times. The cane came from someone who was at the funeral. They don't know if they identified who the cane came from. Use my cane. I can't walk, but here, use my cane to subdue that young man. We, we sometimes get family disputes at the cemetery or at the church, said the police chief, but this was no this one was no different, but it was especially large. But apparently it's not that uncommon to have to go to some sort of funeral or church family fight. I'm impressed that uh, Granny didn't tumble out. Uh, do they use, like, is it like when you buy an action figure or something, you get those wire twist ties, like, around the ankles and wrists? How does that work? I, I don't, don't know. I don't know how they secure the lid on a casket. I, I don't think I ever thought that they were secure because it's not like you're going to try to climb out of it or or, or you need a, a new coroner. Well, if I am, then please leave it unsecure. <laughs> right. But, yeah, thank goodness Grandma did not come tumbling out onto the grass as her grandson was trying to run over her granddaughter. Boy, it sounds like the brother needed an ass whooping, doesn't it? While others of your contemporaries were beating him with a cane. Oh, yeah. No kidding. Some funeral. If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Actually, I just want to say a number. Zero. Today, we received news that our economy had zero percent inflation in the month of July. Zero percent. So we've been playing that all morning long and uh, wondering what the context was. So I dug in to figure out what the context is. And it's still bad politics. He's technically correct, which I assumed he was. 
but he is um, the, the politics of it are horrible. So he's just talking about the increase month from month. There was no increase in inflation from June July to July of 2022. Um, uh, as you know, the previous month, for instance, from May to June, it was 1.3. From April to May, it was 0.3. We remember we were went, went all, over all those numbers at the time. But the yearly... Yes, there was an increase in the increase. Yes. Yeah. Correct. But uh, the un- and so inflation is now 8.5%, the 12 month inflation. It was nine something last month. So month to month, it was zero. But the, 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 the reason that's such dumb politics, I think, is obvious. People aren't feeling that. You can't stand up there and say zero. Okay, zero. Good. Well, I'm going to go to the grocery. I'm going to fill up with gas and then go to the grocery store. And I'm sure I, I, I'm sure I won't feel any effects of inflation because it is now zero. It's just dumb. It's just it's going to your doctor with terrible pain, and your doctor saying you don't have any pain. And I don't understand well, why he's well, he's why he's not understanding the the politics of this. Well, yeah, it's politically idiotic, but it's just factually bizarre and incorrect. There's been a decrease in the increase. There's still a historic increase. Yeah, it still remains near forty year highs. And right. um, uh, and you break it down by various things. We talked about this. Groceries year to year are up thirteen and a half percent, and they were high a year ago. That's so that's unbelievable. Oh, that is unbelievable. Zero. But for him to get Zero up there and percent. and tell you, you know, a cow is a horse, and I hope that you'll just walk off. Well, I guess he's right. It, the inflation is zero. I feel very good about that. Why? Why try to spin it that way? That's just dumb politics. I think zero percent. The Kaiser stole my dentures. Where's Fluffy? Come Fluffy on. was my rabbit when I was six. Where's Fluffy? Does the Kaiser have Fluffy? Come I'm on, telling man. you, he's lost it. He's <laughs> lost it, man. Come on, man. So getting back to this uh, John Haidt interview, this article. Uh, he's one of my favorite writers and thinkers. But uh, it was all about politics, right? We were talking about, you know, the tribal extremists were all angry at each other. Politics. But He's at one point in the interview, he says, what I really want to talk about, though, is the mental state of young Americans, because he's crazy passionate on that topic. And I think he's right. He's always right. In the coddling of the American mind, which he wrote with Greg Lukianoff, they explored how rates of depression and anxiety had surged among teenagers since the early 2010s. And for height, two factors explain this trend. Fragility caused by a loss of free play in childhood. Kids don't develop the the confidence, the resiliency, the creativity, and just the the boldness that you need to become an adult. Because all of the struck all of the play is structured and uniformed, and the rest of it, and a widespread entry into social media at a young age. I think your generation has what we might call emotional scurvy. I told the young journalist, "That's a terrible word." By keeping children safe, we've made them so weak that they are easily frightened and they have higher suicide rates. If we take all of the lives saved because kids don't get kidnapped or hit by cars, that's probably several dozen. It might be several hundred. But the number of extra deaths from suicide dwarfs that. Mm. With social media, puberty is when the brain is changing rapidly. For kids to go through puberty, showing photos of themselves and letting strangers evaluate them is a horrible thing. And the, but that's before COVID. And he writes, when the COVID-19 pandemic made forced social isolation the norm, damn you people who enforce that on kids, social media use hugely expanded and free play became even less common. 
Hyde recalls that despite obvious difficulties, his children made it through it, made through it. But even so, quote, our kids spend most of COVID on their screens, much less physical movement, much less in-person interaction. So their generation was already crushed by so many bad things. Then the overreaction to COVID came along. The right was pathologically motivated to minimize or deny, leading more Republicans to get killed by it. And the left was pathologically motivated to amplify or exaggerate, leading to overly repressive regulations that might have made sense for the elderly, but never made sense for children. That's some good stuff. I live a block away from a park that was empty and surrounded by police tape for months. Shocking. I wish I did. I don't know if I ever took a picture of it or not. I think I tweeted out pictures, but God, that that might be my the lasting memory I have of COVID when I'm a 90 year old is the police tape around the playground structure in an empty park. Whoa, which what is a precisely weird, where the children should have been. What a weird dystopian is this really happening thing that was. Coronavirus, catch me and outside. The, How about that? And. The fact that it was not only not necessary, it was the opposite of necessary. It was horribly damaging. Yet our great health authorities insisted on it. If you're looking for a hopeful note, there's kind of, sort of, kind of a couple of hopeful notes here. One which I will squash, and the other which I will let live. So... The recent uh, Atlantic essay Height wrote called for ordinary Americans and political leaders uh, alike to make personal and institutional changes to heal our democracy. Much of this responsibility will fall to the same members of Generation Z who've been damaged by social digitalization. When I ask Height whether he believes this generation will be strong enough to make such changes, he answers directly, no, I don't. <laughs> the young people are not strong and resilient enough to make the changes. But this is interesting. Because in, in you, some of you have been listening to this. You've squirmed. You've screamed. How dare you, A&G? I thought you were conservatives or blah, blah, blah. A lot of people are probably uncomfortable with this. So, Jack, this I, I'm reading this part mostly for you. Our waitress brings us the check, and as we prepare to leave, I persuade Height to offer a modicum of optimism. Well, he says the appetite for reform and change is vast. The great majority of Gen Z hates what's happening to them. The vast majority of Americans are exhausted. They're fed up. And this was the biggest surprise of my Atlantic essay. Even though I said very harsh things about the Republican Party and very harsh things about the cultural left, I expected a lot of people to attack me for that. And nobody did. I mean, there were like maybe eight mean tweets. I put forward prescriptions, and they're not trivial things, but nobody has objected. I think there's the appetite to do some pretty substantial things. So that's absolutely hopeful. Wow. I'm happy to hear that. I'm happy to so hear he that. So he went out and, and said, I'm going to offend everybody when I say this. And everybody came back and said, you know what? I'm not really offended. No, I agree. Other than the the always offended Ang- constant anger crowd. The And I was thinking about this the other day. I was going through email, uh, which luckily doesn't bother me much anymore. It used to a little bit, but um, the crowd that is always angry and always 100% certain that they're right. Can you imagine? I mean, picture a person like that. They're always bulletproof in their confidence and always angry. What a sad unhappy life that must be yeah 
And then there's the troll crowd, which I don't even know what that is. That's just well, the, they're portraying that other group of yeah. people for their own amusement, which is sick yeah. and weird. I just don't get it. I but. don't get it either, but I have an outlet, so maybe if I didn't have it. No, I don't think I'd be a troll even if I didn't have this outlet. I'd be a lovable wag, a gadfly. What's a wag? I don't know. I would just I would give people uh, a, a, a grief, but in a, a a clever way, not like in a ham-handed somebody should rape you way that so many of your online trolls go with. It's just ugliness for ugliness' sake, and it's stupid. Yeah, never-ending parade of stupid. We're looking. What at I'm dealing with, man. I'm dealing with fools and trolls. Fools and trolls. Charlie Sheen. I remember when he said that. I had I'd never heard that. I didn't know what the term troll was. He's the first yeah, place we I asked. Ever. Yeah. First person, place I ever heard the term troll. And now, and now they infect my life on a daily basis. Here, I'm picturing like some brutal half-human creature living under a bridge, you know, uh, vexing Billy Goat's gruff. But yeah. No, they're online Tr- trolls. Trying to determine where goats are allowed to go or not. And uh, that's right. not cool. Perhaps raining blows down upon Harry Potter and his friends. No. It's a different sort of thing, folks. <laughs> these, these trolls. We will finish strong next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. Yes, sir. I okay. appreciate it very much. All right, have a good one. You do the same. Hey! Hey, my car. Hey, you stole my car. Where was that? I'm going to right now. My phone's in my damn car. Did y'all see the gun? Let me grab my phone. He So that's a guy Drama got in his, real life. So that's a guy got his car stolen while uh, delivering a pizza. My 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 first question with lots of these things is who is recording it? Does everything just get recorded now? Who's recording it? A lot of this is the uh, doorbell cameras. Doorbell cameras. So oh, yeah. as soon as we get to everybody's got a doorbell camera and everybody has a car with cameras in it, like my car has, everything will be recorded all the time, everywhere. Which is going to be a weird way to live. I mean, it's already getting weird. Anything that happens anywhere is being recorded. <laughs> wow. That's a weird world. No kidding. Came across this story. I haven't actually read it, but how do I tell my child I can't afford what they want? Say we can't afford that. Seems pretty simple to me. It's the way my parents handled it. They said that's too expensive. Or or I, as I often tell my kids, no, I can afford it. You know, it's it's... It's not the money thing. I just don't want you to have that. <laughs> I don't want you to right. have that now. Or you've got mm-hmm. enough of this. That sort of thing. Right. Or the famous, I have money. You don't have money. <laughs> right. Right. Now, you might want me to spend my money on that, but I don't want to. I, You know, I regular, regularly break out my inflation calculator. I have a, a, an inflation calculator app on my phone, and man, it comes in handy a lot. I'll tell you, but I break it out regularly when I'm trying to determine whether or not my kids should have like this much money or buy something that costs this much. Cause I, I still have in my head the amounts from when I was a kid. And so if I put it in the inflation calculator and see what $10 was in 1975 now, a lot of times I think, okay, my parents would have made a big deal out of that. So I should make a big mm-hmm. deal out of this. Cause I'm still thinking about, I haven't, yeah, I haven't adjusted, for, I haven't adjusted for today. And sometimes I'm just way off track. I'm way too stingy. My my youngest, the ten year old, he is on a recent bent of wanting to spend all his money. I want to have all my money gone. I want to. He says. He says by the time I get out of high school, I don't want to have any money. I don't know. He's on this weird kick. He, wow, I want to. I want to. I want to start completely clean on my own and earn my own money. Oh, so yeah. Hmm. So I like the impulse, all right, but I'm just not sure the the method makes that much sense. Uh, no, it, it betrays perhaps a 10-year-old's view of finance, but that's <laughs> healthy and normal. Yeah, you should have that as a 10-year-old or some, something that's, in that range. That's why there are comparatively few preteen financial advisors, for instance. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to mine, who's a full grown-up yesterday, financial advisor, not a preteen, and um, uh, he was t- talking about you know getting every, all the ducks in a row for the coming wave of audits that he thinks is going to happen with hiring the 87,000 new IRS agents. God, I hope not. Ooh, wow. i got to make a call myself. God, I'm overcome with paper. I've been paper- doing some stuff that's uh, <laughs> stretching it. I'm overcome with paperwork and crap now. I can't imagine an audit falling down upon my head. I suppose it'd just be a you, you, you call a, your tax person or tax, or tax people. You might need multiple people in this one. Say, do it and tell me how much it costs me at the end. I don't want to freaking hear another word about it. Yeah, boy, as you know, I've been staging, uh, well, it's an all-cash business. I've been staging panda fights, 
and uh, then laundering the money through my taco truck. And I don't even know how to make a taco. All in 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 uh, cryptocurrency, though. Right. So oh, it's yeah. all crypto. Needless to say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a cover charge to get into the panda fights. Then, obviously, you bet on the fights. But in crypto. In crypto. And I get the VIG <laughs> in crypto. And then launder it through my taco truck. <laughs> so, yeah, I probably ought to get in touch with my accountant. What are you? We probably don't have time for this because it came up earlier in the show and I almost jumped into the, the tangent. How, what are our feelings about food trucks? I'm, I have mixed feelings about food trucks. On one hand, they're delicious. And there's one right there. And I can eat from it, and it's so easy. But on the other hand, I always look around at the nearby restaurants and think, man, you are getting screwed. You bought that building or pay the rent and all the insurance and everything that goes with it, and this guy just pulled up on the street and is selling food. Some of your customers are going there just because it's so freaking convenient. I just think it's an innovation, and usually an innovation leaves somebody behind, and that the brick-and-mortar restaurant owners are probably pushing pretty hard for their uh, the weight of regulation and, and fees and permits and the rest of it to be lightened so that they can compete, and I hope they get their wish. Or will we move toward a world where uh, restaurants can't make it, don't make it, just like Amazon came along, brick-and-mortar stores went away, bookstores went away because you buy on Amazon. That's not fair either, but that's what happened. Uh, is every street just, there's just food trucks everywhere? And it kind of rotates with the whims of what people are into eating this time of year or what's popular now. And uh, and restaurants kind of go away. More empty retail space. But there's I came by I went by one the other way. And there's no way that he's like permitted or anything like that. He was just parked in like this alley of a street selling hand pies. Oh, hand pie, hand pie. What are you saying? And uh, <laughs> Wait, what, 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 what's what's a hand pie? That's a hot. That hot new thing is hand is pies. Because an apple pie is filled with apple. A cherry pie is filled with cherries. I can only presume a hand pie. It's gruesome. Is the disembodied <laughs> hands of this guy's victim. It is gruesome, and you have to have a you know a, a flavor for for flesh to enjoy it. But, no, <laughs> wow. hand pies are just they're just pies, obviously, and they're crafted in such a way that they're basically like what McDonald's has been selling: hot apple pies, caution filling may be hot for many oh. many years. It's pie in a form that you can kind of hold it in your hand. Oh, okay. I usually yeah. shaped different, but hand pies have become popular right now. They have in the store. Wow, I love the idea. There's a hand pie truck, and he just pulled up on the alley, and he had people standing in line selling hand pies. And I thought, man, the bakery over there has got to be loving it. Uh, you know, Judy and I, I think we bought a hand pie the other day, but we just called it a little pie because we're not hip. Hand bone, hand bone, what do you say? Check your clock, it's time to stop. Jack and Joe, they've got to go. And if they don't, you can't, they'll be back tomorrow. So you called your hand pie a little pie. Yeah. That's fine. (laughs) Why don't we get one of the little pies? Because there's the little pies and the big pies. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. All right, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. How about leading off our technical director, Michelangelo? Michael? Yeah, when my wife and I planned our wedding, we made sure we had guests that got along. Nobody fought. Nobody tried to run each other over with the car. So it was a good day. <laughs> yeah, here, here. Young Alex, our behind-the-scenes producer, has a final thought. Alex? Yeah, that funeral story was so interesting. All I was waiting for was Stone Cold Steve Austin to come out with his chair and just start swinging it at people. Yeah, boy. There should be no ass beatings at funerals. None. Uh, Jack, a final thought for us? Back to this article. How do I tell my child I can't afford what they want? 
I'm always amused by these these sorts of things. Are, who, who are you parents that on these just kind of mundane questions turn to someone else like you don't have the confidence in your own ideas for these things that you'll just handle it on your own? I'm, just, I'm always amazed by that. Or you were never brought up yourself and you can't right, just refer right, to how right. your parents handled yeah, exactly. it. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Uh, my final thought, maybe you heard how uh, Metallica's Master of Puppets was featured in the final episode of Stranger Things on Netflix, and uh, Metallica surged among younger viewers. Well, now they're being scrutinized by many of those younger fans after a TikToker alleged their problematic behavior made them unacceptable for the new generation. Uh, you're young, okay, you're inexperienced, you're stupid. You just need to shut up, kids. Just shut up and listen for a while. Stop telling the world how it ought to function. You're too young to know. Harsh words from your old Uncle Joe, I know. But it's true. Shut your hand pie hole. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people who think so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Many delights await you there. See you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. I tell you what. Overall, cheerful and uplifting. It's going to do what it do. Which is kind of cool. I really like that. Explain. Oh. 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 Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Baby. What? You. You. Yeah. I can't speak for everybody else, but. You're a freaking moron. I'm not a cat. Says who? A bobcat. What do you expect? That's right. And on that possibly nightmare-inducing note. Thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.